Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast with your host, Brian Hill, County Executive of Fairfax County, Virginia. Connect with County Leaders gives listeners the opportunity to hear County Executive Hill discussing the county's opportunities, priorities, and issues with leaders from around the county. Hello, I'm Brian Hill, and we are here on Connect with County Leaders. My guest today will be Victor Hoskins from the Economic Development Authority and Rebecca Maldry from the Department of Economic Initiatives. Welcome to Connect with County Leaders and Rebecca. I remember the day that you came into my office for your interview and I said, please help me. And I want to say thank you for that because we have gone through a transitional period over the last four to five years. Give me some thoughts on the transition and where you think we're going to be heading next. Yeah. Well, we certainly hit a couple of shifts and transitions from 2020 till now. Um, and we're continuing to face transitions. That's just the nature of the economy. And I think when we look about where we're going, it helps to look about where we've been. And what we did starting in 2020, uh, right off the bat, and what the board has done and county leadership has done well before that is invest in our future. Um, and that has really put us into a position that we are today, which is a continued strong economic position. Well, we are, we are in a, uh, what I consider us to be in a, a, a strength position because we have the EDA with Victor Hawkins, Hoskins. So Victor, when I look at what you have done over your career and your tenure here at Fairfax County, the transitions that you've had to make over time, think about that from over time, you've seen it from DC to Maryland to Virginia, coupled with what we've started with the DEI department with Rebecca, tell us how your thoughts are moving forward. What, we, what, what should we be looking at to, in, in 24 and beyond? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> I came here in 2019 before COVID, just like Rebecca. Well, I'm not sure about that, if it was before COVID it was, or not. It was out there. It, 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 it didn't come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it was out there somewhere, but before the, before the pandemic and yeah. the shutdown. Um, and I think, that, I think the first thing we need to do is kind of keep that in perspective. And what happened during that time, um, looking at unemployment, which shot up to about 12%, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a big GDP slowdown. Um, we, we went in a, in a place where we hadn't been before, um, you know, and really we were blessed with the county investing and the work that uh, DEI, the Department of Economic Initiatives did with the small businesses because they really needed help bridging it. The technology companies and other companies that we work with, uh, they, they didn't need that kind of help. Correct. What they needed was the continuing, you know, connection with their clients and being able to, to, to grow their business. If you reflect on that and look right now, so the GDP of Fairfax County is $134 billion. Mm -hmm. That is more than half of the GDP of the entire Northern Virginia, which is $276 billion. If we were, if our Northern Virginia economy was a state, we'd be the 24th largest state. We'd be the 48th largest country in the world. So it is a huge economy. So that just the size of that economy, um, you know, really lends to you're making the investments for the long run. Right. And one of the things that the county did um, back in 2019 was starting investing in talent. And that talent work has now become a competitive position for us. Um, when I arrived in 2019, we had 15,000 open positions in Fairfax. We now have 58,000 open positions in Fairfax. 
And part of that is because we keep helping our companies get, believe it or not, get talent. Like and over the next two days on, on the 30th and 31st, we will have over 2,000 people um, go through our career fair with 45 companies trying to hire 7,000 positions. So we really right now have more jobs than positions. Our, our business establishments have grown from 36,000 pre-pandemic to 43,000 now, almost 20%. So the economy is growing. It's very robust. But the question is, how do we handle the transition of this work from home? You know, what is the opportunity there? For, for the traded economy, bringing the money in from the outside of here, is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, it continues to be cyber. Yes. Um, and eventually we're looking at quantum, quantum. Um, as a future. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, innovation is key to, to our success. You mentioned AI. You mentioned quantum. Adaptability is what we have here in Fairfax County. But going into the future with those three uh, new I wouldn't say new because, you know, AI has been around since 2014, 2015. People just didn't realize that we were being spied on back then. But when we looked at about our adaptability and our innovation, what do you see as the next thing? Because you talk about the businesses and I talk about, I can say, residential because of our tax structure and commercial buildings. But what do you see as the most innovative thing coming forward that we really have jumped on? Well, this investment fund, I think that million dollar investment fund, you want to, you should talk about that. Yeah. One of the most important things that we need to continue to do to position ourselves for the next five, 20, 50 years is to invest in the opportunities that are here. You know, we have a strong base of tech firms. These sectors are growing. They're globally competitive. And we have entrepreneurs here who are ready to build up their business and we need to keep them here and we need to grow them here. So we are very excited last year to launch the Fairfax Founders Fund, which which provides um, early stage capital to promising tech product firms. Um, And we actually have a cohort application open now. Um, It's open through the end of January, but we'll have future opportunities through 2024. And this is an opportunity for those innovative firms who are here to have a real leg up and be able to grow and compete competitively. We hope that these small firms will be, you know, the big firms and our future. Um, And we were excited at the end of 2023 to actually award five winners from the Fairfax Founders Fund, ranging from a fusion energy company um, to an oral surgery medical device firm you know, all ranges of opportunities that are right now here in Fairfax County. And that is really helping us to diversify our economy and move us forward. So when we say diversification of our economy, people don't realize that 93% of our businesses here in Fairfax County have 50 or less employees. So when we talk about diversification and broaden that is Fairfax County. Our adaptability, in my view, is key. And as we move forward with our strategic planning process and one Fairfax, because access and equity is all centered around 10 strategic initiatives coupled with 17 items that need to be infused when we make a decision. And as we make these decisions, what kind of companies do you see down the pike, Victor, that could come into Fairfax County and, and, and really strive 
and, and, and do well. Because, you know, before COVID, you and I were going to each and every one of the Fortune Fives. And when COVID happened, we stopped. But now that idea that you and I were going out to all the Fortune 500 companies in Fairfax County actually made me think about creating the Department of Economic Initiatives because I realized that we do have a broad-based diversification, but from a large company perspective, what other technologies do you think, I, I know you said quantum, and I know you said AI, but other companies that we might be able to tap into? Well, there is a really large growing um, space commercialization industry in our county. Um, we have just begun uh, to talk about it. Um, we've actually been recruiting them for a while, um, actually for the last four or five years. Um, it started with Blue Origin, um, but it's rapidly grown. And they are even manufacturing satellites in our county. These little, right. some, some, some fo- there's this one company called Hawkeye 360. They manufacture these small satellites. They launch up in threes and, you know, they, they do things like surveillance. Let's call it surveillance. Um, but they actually launch from wallops. And the state's economy is actually taking advantage of this. Iridium, Iridium continues to grow. They have their satellites all, actually they have a pretty extensive satellite system already up. Um, but this is, a, this is an area where we can grow in many industries, not just satellite industry, but devices, um, you know, software, um, growing, growing food. Um, they're looking at all this kind of experimentation. So I think that space commercialization is going to be a huge area for us in the future. Can I just add on to that? I would, I would love for you to add on to that. <laughs> because it really, that sort of opportunity really points to the uh, kind of woven set of assets and resources that we have here that we really are building on. One of the areas that we've gotten more involved in is looking at those assets that are here. One of our biggest assets is our um, military and federal partners. Um, And we've been really excited to deepen our engagement with Fort Belvoir, which happens to be the largest employer in Fairfax County. Many people don't realize that. And the activities that and the the technological development that is is coming out of Fort Belvoir and our many, many um, uh, federal partners in the county is tremendous. And when we link that up with the you know, university opportunities that we have here with GMU and others, with the private sector, I mean, we really do have all the, the, the ingredients for uh, you know, the recipe of a really strong economy in the future. You know, it's a great dovetail because, you know, when we talk about one Fairfax, we talk about access and opportunity for all. And, you know, when I look at equity, how does equity drive economic development and vice versa because it is a staple in how we speak and how we do business here in Fairfax County now. Um, Our equity component was put forward in 2017 and it was just made known to me that the day that uh, Chairman McKay, then Supervisor McKay, went forward with one Fairfax concept, it was the same day I was appointed. Yeah, I didn't realize that until like last week. Um, because obviously I was still in shock that they actually appointed me, right? <laughs> so when they went to their business meeting, that's what they, they did. But how, how do you see that working um, throughout? You know, you know, talent is really the new currency of economic development. This is what a lot of people do not realize. And the county realized that years ago, and we have this incredibly robust program. Right now we work with 100 universities across the country, 40 of them historically black colleges. 
We work with the National Association of, of, of Black Engineers. We work with the uh, Society for Professional Hispanic Engineers. We work with women, with women that code. We work with veterans in transition. And, and that means that equity is infused into our seeking of talent. We bring that talent here, that diverse talent here, to our companies to help them grow. I'll just give you a quick example. On the military side, we've been working with Fort Belvoir and, and Quantico and others um, and their transition offices around the world to bring the talent here from overseas and their spouses. Um, in the last, last year, um, in, in 2023, we helped 5,300 um, military and their spouses land jobs at our companies in Northern Virginia. 3,800 were in Fairfax County. Great. So, so we are bringing in the talent, we're seeking a diverse talent, we're bringing it to our companies. It's a free service for the companies, it's a free service for the talent, um, and that is a strong formula for us for the future. Um, and <laughs> I think that equitable development is economic development, economic development is equitable development. One of the reasons I love my job is because Wait what we are doing every season. Again, I do. I do love my job. Is that because I hired you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> say, it, say, it, say, it, say it. Come on. Definitely. <laughs> um, on air, for the record. That's fine. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. <laughs> it's because what we try to do every single day is create opportunities yes. for people that live here. And, um, and there's lots of opportunities to be had, but we know that not everyone has always shared in the, in the wealth that's here, in the prosperity that's here. Um, and so every single one of our projects, in fact, our, our team every year develops a work plan. And we have dozens and dozens of active projects. For every single one of those projects, we identify the equity goal that's associated with that and the strategic plan pillar that's associated with that so that we know we're driving to the right ends right. and that we're working collaboratively with all of our partners, all of our colleagues for a more equitable you know, economy um, that really helps set us up for future growth. Well, people don't realize how difficult it is in government to kind of shift your thought process and thinking. And, you know, when I go back to when you and I first met, I remember immediately saying, all right, that's the one. She, she needs to come on board and help us get to where we need to be. Um, because we have so many challenges as we continue to grow. We have a lot of challenges as we grow and strengthen our economy. How do we get around and how do we deal with those challenges? It's by hiring people like us, I hope, but there's other things that we can do. So, Victor, from your standpoint, what are the things that we can do to, to help us to continue to grow and build that base? Well, one of the things we can do, and we, um, all of us do a lot of this, is we get, got to get the word out. Yeah. You got to reach the companies. You got to reach the people. Um, if you don't reach them, how can you provide them the service? Um, it's it's one of the things that we've really focused on um, since I've been on board, and not just not not advertising. I'm not talking about that. I'm I'm more talking about you know earned media, working with the media channels to get real stories out there, genuine stories about our companies. Because what happens if somebody sees somebody do something? They can model it. Correct. If you never see it, you can't model it. So it's one of the things that we really try to do, focus on, on really some of the, 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 the nascent stories in our county. We have companies that the team from FCEDA met when they had four employees. 
they grew it to 500, they sold the company, and now, actually, that person's now our chair. Um, and he's, in the, <laughs> and he, and he's, a, he's a serial investor now. Yeah, he is. I mean, that, that happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happens in Fairfax County. Um, I talked to a, a, a gentleman the other day, um, an Indian American. He said he came here with $112.75. And he has grown four companies, sold them, and has came to my office to say, how can I help other, other people do what I've done? And that, I think that's it, tapping into the resources that are here, that are available, but also letting them know what's available for them when they come here. I got I to gotta talk about advertising for a second. <laughs> Because um, that's one of the things that we're really focused on is actually, and this goes back to equity, for all of our programs, all of our work, we are trying to make sure that every single business and entrepreneur knows about the many resources that are here. It's kind of funny to say that one of our challenges is having too much of a good thing. We have so many resources that it's really difficult sometimes for entrepreneurs and businesses to navigate that. Um, we're actually creating something called Fairfax Core, connecting opportunities and resources for entrepreneurs that's going to launch in March. Um, that will be kind of a place to bring together all of those resources and hopefully, hope, hopefully help um, the entrepreneurs find that. And then I'm also going to do a little advertising of a program that we have open right now. We have sent out to every single business in the county a postcard about Fairfax Thrive. The Thrive Program, um, and we are trying to get into networks and to businesses that maybe are not aware of the opportunities here. Um, and Fairfax Thrive will provide up to ten thousand dollars in technical assistance. It's a grant um, to help businesses. This is part of our our pandemic recovery. Now we're moving into resiliency and transition. Mm -hmm. That's right. We're transitioning as a county, and businesses are transitioning with the market. And we want to provide them with the expert resources to help them get to their next level. Yeah, people didn't realize that COVID-19 was 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. We're in 24, and now we're getting to the resilience yeah. portion of That's it. Right. Because when I was saying COVID-82 and COVID-105, people were looking at me like I had three eyes. And I'm like, okay, but here we are. And with your expertise, Rebecca and Victor, we've really transitioned well for this county. And the people in this county need to understand that we are here to work and to make it a better place. Without people like you, we can't do that. So I want to thank you both for, for, for dealing with me during COVID because, you know, every day it was change. I mean, I call you, well, yesterday you said this, but today you're saying this. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, yesterday it was also this. And, Rebecca, for you, working in the Department of Economic Initiatives, because everybody gives me a side eye when I say DEI. They're like, oh. I said, no, economic initiatives creates access and equity for all. If I don't have the economics, I can't do, we can't do what we need to do to make it a level playing field. That being said, the last words of advice for our audience. Victor, I'll let you go, and then I'll give it to you, and then we'll close it, close it down. Well, if they have a small business um, and they're looking for financial resources or they're looking for even advice, uh, free advice, we actually have uh, six core counselors on, on board that are, that are free for the entrepreneurs. Uh, but we also have uh, Entrepreneurship 101, which we offer um, every month and a half or so. And uh, the last one, we had about 80 attendees. Many times they come in with existing businesses and they don't know how to grow them. And that's what Entrepreneurship 101 is. We bring in state resources, we bring in county resources, mm -hmm. all together to help them out. 
Yeah, E101 is a great opportunity. I definitely encourage entrepreneurs to check yeah. that out. Um, I, I'm thinking about things from a bit of a bigger picture standpoint. You know, one of the things that I think we need to uh, recognize is the great work that's been done to get us here. Um, and there's a lot of discussion about our economy and where we're going. Um, and I know it can feel uncertain, um, and um, but we're in a good place. We have the land use policies. We have the plans in place to allow flexible uses that allow our private sector to come in and transition with the economy. And we're here collectively as a county to support that, and we're doing that every single day. Um, the last piece that I'll mention is kind of on those lines, which is about places. You know, I think one of the currencies that we have, talent certainly is the most important topic for businesses. And what talent looks for are great places to live <laughs> and great places to be. And so those land use policies are tremendously important to help allow those vibrant, unique, um, you know, diverse communities to grow, to thrive. Um, and that is what's going to continue to keep people here, mm -hmm. keep graduates here, that's a goal, and bring in new workers um, that are going to be hopefully in our fabulous companies. And so that's just an ongoing effort for all of us, um, and we're excited to participate in, in all of that. Well, I have to say this. Um, I want to say thank you to you, Rebecca, and you, Victor, uh, for joining me today. Uh, it's been a, a great five years with you, sir, and four and a half with you, ma'am. Uh, I, I want to say thank you. And to all our listeners, I want to say, again, many thanks to the EDA and DEI and Victor and Rebecca for joining me. Uh, connect with county leaders. We'll look forward to seeing you again soon, and I want to say thank you once again. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune in to Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. <laughs>